0: news headlines are next. Here's what's happening
1: right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Fox 12 Weather Podcast. This is episode 10, and it's a special episode here. Uh, We wanted to do these before storms make their way here into the Pacific Northwest, so we can kind of give you a heads up of what's coming. I'm meteorologist Brian McMillan. I'm sitting right next to, but, you know, socially distant from, chief meteorologist Mark Nelson. And even more socially distant is meteorologist Jeff Forgeron. He's at home. Hey, Jeff.
0: Hey, guys, how's it going? Pretty good.
1: So uh, what we have coming our way is a little bit of wind, rain, and snow, not for the lowlands, but for the mountains. Uh, Mark, what are you seeing right now? Okay, here's the setup. We don't have, you know, a big storm coming up, so, you
2: know, I want to point that out. We're not doing like an emergency podcast. Oh, my gosh, we got something huge coming. You've got to know. It. But we just want to keep you in the loop, like you said, Brian, during the winter wintertime. Uh, what we have is we have a cold front coming in, and you go, eh. What's the big deal? Well, there seems to be a pretty tight what we call pressure gradient, the uh, difference in pressure from south to north as that cold front moves on shore later tonight. So we think that will increase the wind and it'll get pretty gusty at the coastline and then here in the valleys.
1: Now, uh, not only that, we have a lot of rain coming our way here. That is all starting really right now. We're recording this here at about five o'clock. And we're going to be seeing a decent amount of rain here with this system right now, starting off with some lighter rain, but it should pick up in intensity here throughout the night tonight. Jeff, I know that they are sending you up to the mountain tomorrow. Congratulations there. Have you been up there yet?
0: Yeah, I went last November, the day before Thanksgiving. Remember the bomb cyclone that was moving in to Southern Oregon? We were were unsure what that was going to be like. Uh, So they sent me up there last time, last November, and... Heading up there with the winter storm warning in effect for the Cascades. Uh, I imagine it's going to be pretty windy and icy up at Timberline Lodge. So I do have the right pants this year. That's good news.
1: That is good. The pants are almost the most important thing, Mark, because if you're if you don't have pants that are waterproof and you get stuck up there, and it's it's just absolutely miserable. Oh,
2: that would be. And you know what, Jeff? If you look closely, that snow level actually rises during the night ahead of the cold front. So you get to three, four, five a.m. It's going to be kind of a mix of rain and snow briefly even up there at 6,000 feet you are headed to Timberline right not government camp
0: that's the goal we'll see what the road conditions are like but we're gonna we're gonna go to government camp see what we're seeing you know maybe report on that if need be but the goal is to just go straight to Timberline Lodge
2: yeah I think you'll have rain at government camp late tonight so it'll be a little warmer hey I should point out on the wind um, you guys have all looked at the maps somewhat closely right yeah, so, you know, what, three days ago, we were thinking there could be a real windstorm tonight, right? Remember, we were seeing a deep area of low pressure on some models tracking by just to the north. And then the last uh, oh, two days, we've seen things back off, and, and we're not getting a deep area of low pressure. And that's why, in case you're a weather geek and you're listening to this and you're like, whatever happened to the big windstorm? Well, because of that, th- that's one of the reasons we don't make, like, you know, crazy outlandish forecasts four days ahead of time or five days ahead of time when the models are in disagreement, we're not going to go on air and say on TV and say, wow, we got a big storm coming. And then two days later, have to back off and say, no, we like to kind of creep up on it slowly to see how the models flush things. And out. that's
1: why it's so important to check back with our forecasts and not just rely on, on something that, you know, maybe if, if we say something might be coming towards the end of the week, uh, definitely check back with us on a, on a Wednesday or a Thursday right before it happens because um, things, things change. Some of our models are going with some pretty decent wind speeds, but not all of them, right, Mark?
2: Yeah, here's the deal. They all seem to kind of converge today on on this solution where you have um, a pretty kind of broad area of low pressure up north and way up in western Washington. But as the cold front passes or approaches the coast tonight, there's a little wave, what we call a wave or an open area of low pressure um, that that moves along the front. Seems to make landfall around Tillamook or Astoria and heads northeast sometime between 2 and 5 a.m., so when that happens, it's like a little, almost like a little mini low and we get an extra surge of wind and models seem to be keying in on that. So between, we think, 2 to 5 a.m., there'll be an extra surge and each model's a bit different. But they all have that surge of wind right during that time. So I feel confident saying that later tonight, a lot of you will wake up, there'll be wind hitting the south side of your house, some rain, probably a power outage here or there, a tree down somewhere, but it's not a big storm. But it's interesting how they all have the same setup, Brian, but each one calculates its wind speeds a bit different. But uh, most of them are saying gusts somewhere between 35 and 50. So that's what we're going to go with in our <laughs> forecast.
1: Which seems like a wide range, right? But that, that there are going to be some spots that have gusts of 30 or 35, and there might be a couple of spots maybe out in some of the more uh, higher elevations or maybe more open areas. Uh that will see you know those stronger gusts okay Uh, we talk about impact too mark and you just talked about it right there how is this going to impact people well we do think there will be a few power outages here and there maybe a few trees down you'll probably see Marilyn deutsch out at out at a fallen tree tomorrow morning (laughs) (laughs) tomorrow morning uh and do we expect widespread power outages no not with this one
2: You know, something else to point out is that um, it'll arrive at the coast first and the speeds will be a little stronger out there. There is no high wind warning by the uh, weather service on the north coast and there's no wind advisory in the valleys, which is kind of interesting. Typically, the weather service, you know, all those folks out there do a great job. But I've noticed they tend to go to kind of what I call worst case scenario because, you know, they are are in charge of protecting life and property weather-wise, you know, keeping an eye out on things. So typically I notice they kind of go at the high end. I was kind of surprised this time around they don't have a wind advisory in the valleys or even a high wind warning on the north coast. So we'll see how that plays out.
1: All right, so wind tonight, lots of rain. And then, uh, Jeff, I know you've been keeping track of the snow as well uh, here over the coming days. What are we looking at here as far as snow levels go and just kind of uh, what things look like on the mountains over the coming days?
0: Well, Mark alluded to this a little while ago. It looks like the snow level is going to rise initially uh, above – most of the passes, I know the passes are not all the same elevation, but when we're referring to government camp, which is at about 4,000 feet, it looks like it's going to be mostly rain up there. Mark, you're thinking like probably through early afternoon tomorrow, and that's around when the snow level is going to start to drop, even though there won't be a ton of precipitation left over. I, from what I saw this morning, uh, the Euro model was bringing the snow level down to about pass level or below it uh, tomorrow night. Um, heading into Saturday morning. So uh, I would say above about 5,000 feet, probably closer to you know 6,000 feet initially. That's where we're going to be seeing the snow accumulating, but then it'll drop during the day Friday. And um, we have ongoing snow showers expected this weekend. Um, we're probably going to be measuring snow in the feet above 5,000 feet maybe one to two plus feet. Is that correct? Yeah, it looks,
1: like, it looks like about yeah one to two feet, maybe 18 inches up there at uh, Timberline Lodge here. So and, and that's at about 6,000 feet up, up there at Timberline. It could be kind of a, a mix of rain and snow, though, at, at the pass level, especially tomorrow. And you're right, Jeff, those models are staying pretty consistent with that. And we're going to start off with a little bit of rain down there at government camp. Those snow levels drop as we get into the afternoon evening. Uh, it should be around 3,000 feet by tomorrow
0: night. Yeah, and um, there's already, from what I saw uh, this morning, meadows at about, what, 5,500 feet or so was, was reporting about 16 inches on the ground. Some of that will probably melt a little bit initially, but you know we're gonna be talking a few feet of snow as we head into the weekend already on the ground at some of our ski resorts, which is fantastic. My, you great. know, yeah.
2: you're going to hear this from the ski resort folks, but, um, they <laughs> like it when they get a nice kind of a wet snow, they call it a base, you know, well, the base of the snowpack, and they like it, you know, it's kind of solid and whatnot. And they always say when we, when we have these first kind of, uh, kind of on the edge of warmish systems early in the season, they say, Ooh, this is a good base building snowpack." That said, Brian, I've never heard them complain if they get three feet of powder to start either. That I'll <laughs> take that as well.
1: I think they all try and spin it too, a little bit, right? You know, it's, it's, uh. A little spin. Uh, a little spin because this time of year we get snow and we get rain up there on the mountain. What they hope, the hope doesn't happen is that we get a complete washout. But what they're going to do up there, I actually just did a story on this here, is with all the snow that they do have up there, they actually try and pack it down as much as possible. Think about it like if you had just a, a – if you had a, a – a, just fluffy snow in your hands and then you poured water all over it it would probably melt pretty fast but if you compacted it really really tight and then poured water over it it would stick around a little bit longer that's what they're trying to do up there on the mountain
2: a little bit of snow farming as they say
1: exactly yeah well guys things will get interesting here tonight and jeff good luck on the mountain tomorrow uh that should be fun
0: yeah i might bring my weed whacking glasses uh just in case we have some blowing <laughs> snow and ice. Because last year I got pelted. and I need a little more protection this year. <laughs> uh, we move. expect
1: a snow angel as well? Deal. All right. And uh, make sure that you guys uh, stay tuned to our forecast here. And we'll have a lot for you tomorrow morning, I'm sure, on Good Day Oregon as this uh, will Kind of be wrapping up here by tomorrow, late morning. It Might be a little bit breezy tomorrow (laughs) all the way through the afternoon, but not too bad. Strongest wind is going to happen overnight, and they'll probably wake a lot of us up. Mark, you got anything else?
2: No, that's it. I'll probably have a fresh blog post after the, as we call them, the Zero Z models come out here in the next three hours, which is evening models. So we'll see if if it looks a little weaker, a little bit stronger. eh, I should be able to get a blog post out. I'll be on the air from 8 to 1130 on Fox 12 Plus for the first two hours and Fox 12 itself from 10 to 1130. And I'll see you there.
1: And hey, beyond all this, we got a lot of rain coming up over the course of the next seven days. And uh, we're going to be hashing all that out, I'm sure, on our podcast next week. So stick around for that. and We'll see you guys soon. Stay safe. Thanks, Brian. Do you have
0: a weather question? Call 503-548-6484 and leave a message. It could be featured on a future episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to the Fox 12 Weather Podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Head to kptv.com for the latest forecast and weather information for your area.